0: Welcome and thank you for joining us today for episode 5 of the Table and Will podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday, so please download and subscribe so you can get notified when those episodes are available for you to listen to. So today is the conclusion of the infant stage of maturity. Um, at the end of every stage, there's three things that we want you guys to walk away with. Um, and the reason for that is that we don't want to just give you information or or maybe even stir some things up in your spirit. And you're like, man, what do I, what do I do now? We want to be able to give you practical tools that you can use if you have some of those feelings like, man, I see this in myself or I see this in some other people that are really close to me. What can I do to grow in this level of maturity? And so there's actually three things that you want you to walk away with at the end of every stage. The first one would be just to identify where you are, where you may have some gaps. Um, there may be some things that you just need to personally work on. So we want, to be able, we want you to be able to identify what those gaps are. The second thing is we want to give you practical tools that you can do to begin to grow in that stage of maturity. And then number three is we really believe that true change and true character transformation happens inside of community. We all know that we need community for our for ourselves to grow, but we also believe that you are someone else's community. So we wanna give you practical tools that will help you be the parent, the family, the community that you need to be to help someone else grow in whatever stage that they need to grow in. So let's go ahead and listen to part three of the infant stage of maturity. Like we said at the beginning, um, yeah. So there's three things that we want you to walk away from. So we want to talk about just the practical, personal tasks that you can do. Some tools that you can do to um, to begin the growth process
1: and to. Mm-hmm. Fill, fill. So if there's anything we've said today yes, that indeed. you're like, oh gosh, that might be me. Yeah. Um, oh, I see how that that's an area of my life that I've got to go through. Or mm-hmm. you may even be saying. Um, which will be the next piece we talk about? Oh, I can see how my twelve-year-old struggles with that, and oh, that's an infant yeah. task that they should have learned. Um, it's not too late. No. So, but let's talk about us first. Yeah.
0: So the the hard fact and hard truth of this is that you, as an infant, infants can't meet their own needs. Right. And so it's you're completely dependent on your community to meet those needs for you. Right. Um, so if there's gaps. And their skills that you haven't accomplished or that you don't have that it's impossible to, to grow through them without others.
1: Yeah, completely impossible. So you, because the whole point of an infant is to receive. To receive. So you actually have to have a giver in the equation. Yes. So snap.
0: Yeah. So what so it,
1: what what does that look like then? Like if I how do I make that happen? Because I obviously can't make that happen for myself.
0: Yeah. Um, so one you had to first I think you had to be willing to admit that you have gaps. Mm-hmm. and identify with them Yeah. Um, and you have to find people that are willing to walk with you through those things like you have to there has to be a community of people that want to see you grow that are mature enough and that they want to lean in with you in this season of intentional growth mm-hmm. um, and tell you the hard things and you being able to identify it and receive it right. and begin to yeah. To walk it out.
1: And also, too, another key thing that, that someone in your community who's mature should be bringing to the table in a relationship is joy. Yeah. And just that, I'm glad to be with you. Mm-hmm. So this was an interesting part of our journey that we still have not, yeah. I think, completely fulfilled. And it's okay. One thing, too, I think, I think ideally, because I can be a little bit idealistic, I was out looking for one person yeah. to be this. Like, to yeah. be the parent that I didn't have, to be the mom I didn't have, or the dad I didn't have, or to fill the gaps that maybe my parents had left um but it but what it ended up being over the course of time was multiple people who fulfilled their like they had a little role Mm -hmm. in being that for us in the areas that we needed and i and i think our hearts are still a little sad because we don't have that we don't have a permanent person to be that for us but the more that we've looked the more that we've watched the more that we have intentionally sought out people who are further ahead in maturity, and that's another important part too. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like we talked about at the beginning of this, you don't want a 60 year old who's also struggling in major infant yeah. maturity gaps. Yep. Uh, that that will not work out. You'll both end up miserable and you're gonna end up hurt. Look for people who are around you, who have maturity about them, who, mm-hmm. You'll know more if you haven't watched the overview. This would give you a good idea because we do an overview of what an elder is. But an elder should be capable of bringing joy to the table and just Always. being glad to be with yep. you. They delight in you. Yeah. You should feel delighted in, in their presence just for existing. Mm-hmm. So that might and, and that may be something that you just need around you. So you may find yourself um, setting yourself up to go. I'm trying to think of a good a nursing. So many things are shut down now, but. You might go to a nursing home just to spend time with elderly people because of the, the way that their face will light up when you walk in the yeah. door because they're so glad to be with you. Yeah. And and they may not know you from Adam, but even that facial response of you walking in the door and them being like, uh, Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you spent time with me, you know, and how all of life slows down yeah. and you learn to quiet with them because their mm-hmm. lives are very quiet and you listen to their stories and you celebrate in their stories that actually is a great way to fill some of that infant need.
0: Yeah, because you're, so, you're receiving. Because you're just receiving. You're just
1: there to receive their story. Yep. Um, they're, they don't need anything from you. You're not taking care of any of their needs. Yep. They're super glad to be with you. And just even like bathing yourself in that is actually a very interesting way to maybe get some of those areas met. Yeah. But you also want to find people who are further ahead in maturity to also challenge you, to mm-hmm. also offer creative cre- – creative criticism is that the right way to put it um that are really willing- constructive. constructive i was like creative <laughs> creative works too uh, yeah. constructive criticism yeah. like the goal is not that you become a spoiled infant mm-hmm. um but also that you have people who are willing to say hey yeah i'm i can see this gap too and let's work through it together like yeah. i'm here for you even on the days i know in my healing process having people who are willing to listen to me rant um, on a text message or rant over the phone and, and as I'm curled up and I'm bawling uh, and I call them and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to make it past this day. Having people who stayed on the phone yeah. with me was was meeting this need that I didn't even know it was meeting. They yeah. were able to stay with me through a big emotion and, and still love me to this day has has been a huge gift yeah. that has sealed up a lot of the gaps that existed previously. It's it, it is how I learned that people are actually really glad to be with me, yeah. and that I don't have to show up trying to pull from people. But I actually have a lot to bring to the table. Yeah,
0: that's really good, yeah. and I'm very thankful for those people.
1: Yeah, me in too. Our life. You um, know who you are. Thank you. Yes,
0: um, and so so those are the, some practical. Personal tasks that you can do mm-hmm. um, and then let's look at some practical community tasks. So again, you are a community mm-hmm. So yes, for someone else, for someone you, else are. you are someone else's community And so one of the things that um, you can do is called VCR um, a lot of people in our age bracket know what a VCR is
1: I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're 20 something there's this little tape
0: Anyway, but it's called VCR and so it's it's validate comfort and recover and so really quickly what that looks like and again we'll talk about an infant and it, you use this literally at every stage it just mm-hmm. looks a little different so what you want to even validate their feelings so if you have a, a, someone who's really upset you validate that feeling it doesn't mean that you even agree with that feeling right. it doesn't mean that you um,
1: think they're right think they're or right. that right even an appropriate emotion to have like you, it's actually not your job to have opinions about it no nope. It's just your job to be present,
0: mm-hmm. and so you validate it, and you say it's okay. I understand how I understand that you're really upset right now, mm-hmm.
1: and that's easy to picture in the situation of of doing this with an infant, of like the the infant, you know, is trying to stick its finger in a light socket, and you know, and you tell them no, and then they throw this huge fit up, like you just like ruined their whole life, you know? Yeah, and you're not like. That is the most ridiculous thing ever. You were about to kill yourself. Like, come on. You should not be so upset about that. Instead, you're like, oh, I know, you know. I know. I know you really wanted to touch the light socket, but you can't do that, you know. And so you just, you validate. Like, you validate, validate, oh, I I understand you're upset. It's okay.
0: Yep, it's okay. And then you comfort. So then what you're doing there, too, is, as with a baby, it's the, you you know, if you have an infant and they're upset, you validate the feeling because you're making faces at them and you understand you're connecting with them, you're tuning mm-hmm, with their usually. feeling, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I get it. Uh, and then you're comforting. That's that bouncing or that mm-hmm. you patting on the back and that's or picking up, picking up or, whatever it might mm-hmm. be is that comfort or
1: getting down on eye level.
0: And then that recover part is, helping them to turn that corner to understand that I'm still glad to be with you and it's okay and we're gonna we're gonna move on from this and we're gonna come back to joy mm-hmm. and be happy to be together mm-hmm. and we do that and so just think about this for a minute we do that with babies we do it with toddlers usually mm-hmm. and for some reason when our kids turn about six or seven, we don't do that anymore.
1: Right, we're like pull it together. pull it together. We Stop don't it.
0: we don't validate feelings. We don't comfort and we don't help them recover.
1: Unless it's some sort of like major injury. Yeah, with, you know, like if they fall off the bike and they get this big huge road rash, yeah. then we're like, oh, yeah, that really hurts because it's back to being very tangible. Right, but we forget that are whole human beings yeah. on the inside that are learning and trying to learn how to regulate their emotions, and the emotion comes. Whether you want it to or not, mm-hmm. especially in those beginning stages. Emotions yes. come. Yep. Like and and they should be there. Like that we've somehow gotten disconnected from the fact that emotions, emotions. are a God given gift. Yes. They're actually a really good thing. Yes. Jesus himself was angry. Yes. Like it's okay to be he angry. Was it's okay filled to be angry. with sad. compassion. He yep.
0: all these different mm-hmm. things. And so encouraging those emotions
1: without camping in them. Yes.
0: That's the, the key. key piece. That's yeah. the key. There's a um there's a, a young man that I knew that he, we were talking at one point and uh, he was, he would get upset because he would get like enraged with his wife and he couldn't figure out what it is and he'd be so mad and he would say things and he's like, I don't understand, da 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 And he would go on this whole tangent about like, I've been a Christian for this long and da da, da and I And I had to, it was great because I got to look at him and say, this has nothing to do with your salvation. It has nothing to do with your love for God. It has nothing to do with that. This is simply the fact that no one sat with you when you were angry when you were younger and helped you get from being angry back to a state of joy. Yeah. And all you know to do is to blow up. That's mm-hmm. how you relieve, that's how you get rid of it instead of letting that emotion, what we call ride the wave and you, okay, I'm upset. You, you get upset you recognize it and then you learn how to calm yourself and you can still be angry but then you can go back to that person and speak to them relationally.
1: Restore the relationship. Restore
0: the relationship while you're still upset and that's fine.
1: Right. Yeah, that's really interesting too, a couple of different things as you were telling that story that I thought about. A lot of times that that like explosion of anger is often because no one taught you how to validate your own anger at the time it happened. Yeah. Oftentimes when you're seeing that big like explosion of anger you weren't just angry for the first time
0: yeah that's like
1: you've been angry probably 10 times maybe even over completely different things and you didn't validate your own anger instead you were just like oh nope, can't be angry right now yeah. instead of being like no i'm actually really angry about that mm-hmm. and i'm going to be okay with my anger and i'm going to move on like yep. instead you're like nope and then it becomes this be powder angry. keg of, yep. of anger and then it's like yeah so uh learning to recognize emotion be okay with it and move through it and come back to joy on a regular rhythm, like all throughout your day is such a great skill to learn. And it's learned. It's not something yeah. that's like magically happens.
0: Yeah. And so, and what you're doing in that with the VCR also, you're providing safety and companionship during difficulties mm-hmm. during difficult times. Yeah. So you're able to be with them in the middle of their anger. Yeah. And, and they know that they're you're still still have to be with them. And you're also able to help restore their
1: joy. Yeah. Think about that as as a gift of as a community. Um, And I think this is true for our parents' generation uh, without generalizing everybody. But emotion wasn't something, at least in my family, that was welcome to the table. And so if I had feelings of any sort, it was like, oh, I can't be here for that. So a tagline in my house was, uh, if you're going to cry, I'm going to give you something to cry about. And so I couldn't just cry out of sadness or upset. Uh, it wasn't a lot and so uh, I didn't have anybody who was like oh I'm, it's okay like if you need to cry right now it's okay I'm gonna be yeah. right here with you yep. or if you're really angry like we're used to leaving people in their mm, emotions yeah. just like just basically exiting, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I, like that is a lot for me. Well, and, I already don't know how to take care of my own emotions. Nevertheless, all what you're doing over there, so I have to go.
0: Yeah, and 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 that was another one of our issues in our marriage was that is like I couldn't handle my own emotions. So when she got emotional about anything, I was like, peace out. I couldn't it because it made me uncomfortable
1: for me to have feelings. for her to have
0: feelings, mm-hmm. and so. Literally, I would physically or emotionally just leave the room mm-hmm. and leave her alone in her emotions. So there was no way for me to even sit with her in the middle of it because yeah. I you couldn't didn't have the skill. I didn't have the skill to do it. Yeah.
1: and for me, that that just reconfirmed oh, yet again that if I had feelings, that meant people didn't want to be with me. Yep. So people only wanted to be with me when I didn't have feelings. Which then that wasn't really me, right? That wasn't fullness of me that was janelle in a box or that was janelle with all of her feelings smashed down and if those feelings ever came out like i knew oh man i'm gonna ruin everything around me i'm gonna damage all my relationships because they're all gonna leave if i have feelings yeah. and so i stayed disconnected from my feelings because of that in an attempt to stay connected in a relationship when that's not at all how god designed yeah. us to be at all like and- he wants us to not only He gave us feelings, yeah. But he he also wants us to experience them with other people, yeah. Like this life is meant to be shared, even the messy parts. The messy
0: parts, especially the messy parts, especially
1: the messy parts. parts. That's where the growth Mm -hmm.
0: happens. Um, It it even goes. I mean, so can you imagine as a parent or as a community leader, as someone in your community that's able to sit with kids, infants, other parents, um, adults in the middle of their mess mm-hmm. in the middle of their strong emotion
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just the gift that is to them for you to be able to do that yeah and the gift that you're giving especially if it's parents the gift you're giving those kids mm-hmm. of that parent that you're able to sit with right because yeah.
1: now so you, you know this is, is why counseling is is what it is like literally and i've said this like through my through my healing process i had to pay people <laughs> to sit with me
0: yeah,
1: while I had emotion, yeah, to just learn that people are okay to be with me when I have feelings. yeah. Because as I was practicing, as I was learning, as we were learning, and as we were growing, it took a while. I would say probably a year to a year and a half before before Tennyson was able to fully sit with me yeah. when I had a feeling. Yep. And so, so that's why counseling, often most people find a lot of healing in counseling, is because that person's... Not going anywhere. Yeah. And it's a guarantee and it's a meeting of that need that you've had actually since infancy.
0: Yeah. And and for me, and, and I mean, and honestly, there's times where there's still some moments where I, I check out, mm-hmm. um, but I know that I can do it and she knows that I can do it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's another, it's a skill we're talking about next week, but I can do hard things and mm-hmm. I, I can sit, I can sit and just be with you in that emotion. And knowing that I can do that, it also changes even how I feel about myself.
1: Yeah, and another thing too that that taught us was that when you left the room, mm-hmm. yeah. we we say left the room because sometimes he wouldn't physically leave the room. Sometimes he would just like emotionally, mentally leave the room. Yeah, so anyway. like he's still present, yeah. but he's but like he's not responsive. Yeah. He's not attuning. Yeah, um, that now I know that that's actually not me. So that's also been very helpful too. A very big learning skill is that just because I have feelings, if somebody else can't show up for my feelings, that's not that's not my fault. Yeah. That's that's some area that they also need to grow in. Now don't misinterpret yes. this to mean that I can go around and, and spew my feelings <laughs> on all my relationships yep. and on no. all my people, um, especially anger and think that they're just supposed to like recover and, and sit there and yeah. come back. Don't, don't swing the pendulum. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is I had a really bad day and I just need to cry and I need you to stay present with me. Or my marriage feels like it's falling apart and I don't know what to do and I don't know who to say it to because I'm really, really hopeless and I'm really scared. And knowing that I can say that to someone and they're mm-hmm. not going anywhere yeah. is so key. Yeah. Or to even be able to say to your spouse, I'm upset with you like this. I'm not okay with whatever's going on here, and to know that like they can stay with you in that frustration, yeah. but again, it doesn't give you yeah. permission to mistreat anyone. No,
0: not at all. But it's the exact opposite. The, it really is the exact. It's opposite. the exact opposite. It's 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 this is what I need. It's being able to express what you need
1: from mm-hmm. someone, and then mm-hmm.
0: being able to return that, and right. be able to be that person for you, and all yeah. that.
1: So back to the community piece yeah. of this too. One, we're like way over time, but this yeah. has just been really good, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. It was five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. So one one area where I was just picturing this is, uh, middle schoolers are notorious oh, yeah. for lots of feelings. Um, <laughs> there is no greater gift than a community of people who will love a middle schooler Mm -hmm. because parents can't really be with their middle schoolers in their emotions because it just doesn't work Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work that teenager does not want their parent to be with them in their emotions Um, they so it ends up creating a lot of conflict in the relationship Uh, if you know a middle schooler Be there for them. They will have, again, their body is beginning to reignite all those emotions in a completely different way that they do not have the brain skill to manage. Mm -hmm. It's proven in science. Um, And so show up for them. Even if it's like, I'm just going to pick you up in the car and we're going to go get ice cream and you're going to say all your things and I'm going to stay in the car and I'm going to be glad to be with you and then I'm going to take you back to your house. That is like the biggest gift of a lifetime. You don't have to have the answers. I think that's important too that in this nobody's nobody's trying to fix anything. Yeah. Mhm. I wasn't actually ever needing you to really fix me. No. in when I was having my emotion. And I think we can miss that and we'll talk about that I'm sure in other yeah. videos, but that's important to tie into too yeah. that the goal of staying present is not to fix. The goal yeah. is just to be present and yeah. to validate emotion.
0: And and I'll also say this and then we will finish these last couple points here along those same lines as a parent of a middle schooler um Find those people that you can that you can um, connect your middle schooler with that they've already respect that they already have a good relationship with
1: that have maturity that have
0: maturity that you can work together like the old saying you know it takes a village to raise a kid it's it, true. Really does. it does
1: God designed it that way yeah
0: and so that you have those other people that you can lean on to say like hey I'm just noticing this in my child and. I don't know if you're seeing this or not, but if I bring this up to them, it's not it's gonna, not gonna work. work. But you know, you've got a relationship with them where you can say things that I maybe can't say. Mm-hmm. And but we've had those for both of our kids, actually, yeah. growing up. That's
1: out. an incredible but, gift.
0: And, yeah, and so just be able to say, hey, I'm noticing this, I've talked about it, it's not being really received, you know, and then and then they can go, okay, and then they, because of who they are, they figure out a way to to bring that topic up and bring mm-hmm. the subject up. and. It creates a little It's a co-parenting. It, it's amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about how many times if you had teenagers, you know, you've said something like three times to them. And then, and it just goes completely like one in one ear and out the and other. Best friend's mom. Uh, yeah. They come home and they're like, oh my gosh, Jenny's mom said today that blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm
0: glad really you're... that's the that's first awesome. time I've ever heard that's of that awesome.
1: so, <laughs> so awesome. uh so that's interesting to know too if we do need people that aren't just like and I think this is true in marriage relationships oftentimes and I talk about this in my story that I was wanting Tennyson to meet the need of a parent in my life that meets the infant needs that I didn't receive from a caregiver he can't be my caregiver it yeah. does not work that way it puts him in a role that he doesn't belong in those infant needs uh you need to find not just and not just expect that from your closest relationships Mm -hmm. or your especially all of that from your spouse your spouse all these tasks if you're like oh i miss these three areas please don't turn to your spouse and say okay like here you go buddy you got to fix all this for me uh not fair make sure you're looking out into the community look at expanding who is sewing into you
0: and then i want to say this just to the men any men that are watching or that are going to watch your wife is not your mom. And live that life for a while. And it's mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't work. And so like the things that you needed from your mother, you can't look to your wife to give you those.
1: Husbands are supposed to be providing leadership. And so if if you're putting your wife in the position of a mom, mm-hmm. well, that's impossible. Yep. Like you can't lead her as a child
0: yeah so one thing that you can do also in the community is you want to be able to watch for the needs of others and then just mm-hmm. meet them without the masking mm-hmm. so it's like if someone's sick in your community then you bring them chicken soup
1: yeah that's why when somebody like does something without you asking for it and they just think of you and they bring you a special thought out gift or chicken noodle soup when you're sick um, obviously most people are not going to get on their phone and be like all right who's who of my five people are going to bring me chicken noodle soup you might ask when you're, if you're really stuck, um, but most people would never ask. But when someone thinks of you, that's why that feels so just like, it's like cuddling the infant again. Yeah. It's that, oh, somebody sees me and somebody's meeting my need without asking. Gosh, that's such a nurturing feeling yep. that just not only feeds your body, but feeds your soul. Yeah. And you can do that. All of us can do that. Uh, whether we're 12 years old and we see a three-year-old who wants their shoe tied or whether yeah. we're 60 and and seeing Seeing a struggling couple who's new in their marriage um, And that's actually why elders exist their whole job is to look back and look at the needs of the community and To, to find ways yeah. to meet them without them being asked and yep. so and we'll talk more about that but yeah
0: and then the very last thing that we have on our list that you can do is just just delight in others' pure existence. Mm-hmm. Just be happy that they're there and um, and and show them that you're glad to be with them and that you share joy with them mm-hmm. and they're just their being. Yeah. They don't have to do anything to receive your joy or your affection or anything like that. It's just you're just here and you I'm so glad you're here, and pay a compliment just because.
1: Yeah, think about the relationships that you have right now, and are you doing that? Uh, I think I think in a marriage relationship, it's easy to forget to do that actually, yeah. and just like remind your spouse that you're just really glad to be with them. Is your face saying that? Is yeah. your body saying that? Like even if I know Tennyson and I, we always have a list of stuff to do, uh, but. It's different when my body is saying, I'm really glad to be with you in the yeah. midst of doing this. Yeah. Um, your teenager who's been a growly bear for months on end. You know, what's your body saying to yeah. them? What's your face saying to them? Uh, check on that. Check on when they walk in the door from school, is your face like, oh, near oh, their home. home? Or is that like, no, I really am glad to be with you. And whether your day was a mess and whether you grunt at me or whether you spill hour-long analogy of your day like I'm really glad to be with you yeah and that's something again too that you have to practice it won't happen automatically but it is a huge gift to those around you yeah
0: you've been listening to the table and well podcast new episodes stream every Tuesday please subscribe on your favorite streaming service